Welcome to the podcast. This episode originally aired as a video on my YouTube channel, Bio Soul Integration. There, my goal is to help you integrate body and soul, to help you feel completely, express fully, and live authentically. I'm your host, Dr. Jay Eaker. Let's get into it. Uh, in today's video, we're going to be answering the question, does network spinal analysis, otherwise known as network spinal, does it work? Is a question that people ask. Network spinal being uh, the foundation for the work that I do at the BioSoul Integration Center and kind of a uh, more energetically oriented, uh, transformational oriented technique that stemmed out of chiropractic. And, uh, you know, it looks a lot different than what most people think of when they think of chiropractic and the reasons that people, uh, a lot of the reasons that people get into network spinal care are some of the same reasons that people come to any chiropractor. However, I think the reasons that they stay in care can be different. Uh, and again, it doesn't look like anything like most people think of as they, when they think of conventional chiropractic. So I think people can kind of, you know, tend to think like, huh, does, is this going to work for me? Does network spinal, network spinal analysis, also known as network chiropractic, does it work? And um, today I have, uh, uh, we're going to be talking with Shay Elizabeth, uh, a network practitioner, network chiropractor, just down the, just down the street from me in Lafayette. And uh, before I get to her though, uh, I'm Jay Eaker from the BioSoul Integration Center in Louisville, Colorado, and I help People embody their soul's gifts and their soul's essence, and um, through the work that I do that I call bio-soul integration, and uh, I work hands-on with people there in Louisville at my office. I also do some bio-soul integration coaching, uh, and yeah, so if you, if you like this video, please hit that like button. Uh, please share this with anyone who might be interested, and please subscribe to my U YouTube channel. That helps a lot. And you can do all that social stuff wherever you find it, on Facebook, on Instagram, on LinkedIn. Um, I also have a pod, I try, this video will be turned into a podcast form, audio podcast, so you can find that, the BioSoul Integration Podcast, wherever people, wherever you listen to your, your podcasts. And uh, I also, I've written a book called If It Didn't Hurt, How to Resolve Your Pain and Discover Your Life's Purpose, which is really the ultimate guide for embodying your pain's wisdom and uh, expressing your soul's gifts on the planet. So you can check that out on Amazon. All forms of it are on Amazon. Um, you can get the paperback off my website, biosoulintegration.com, for 2 or $3 less than you, than you get it on Amazon. So you can get a deal there, biosoulintegration.com. Okay, I'm going to bring... Elizabeth, uh, excuse me, Shay, you got, I'm sorry, two, two first <laughs> names for your name, Shay Elizabeth. Uh, thanks for coming on, Shay Elizabeth. Thank you, Jay. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me. Really appreciate it. So, uh, uh, yeah, how can people get a hold of you first off? Can you tell mm -hmm. us how people can get in touch with you? Yeah, so my practice ooh, is in 
Lafayette, Colorado, mm-hmm. and um, I am the one of the co-founders of the Well Healing Center. Um, and you can find us on Instagram. We have uh, the Well at the Well Healing Center. Um, we also have a website called the web, the WellHealingCenter.com. So it's pretty. We kept it really simple. Mm-hmm. If you type in our name of our office, it's pretty easy to to find us. Yeah. Right. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the, like, what does it take to get started, uh, with, in care with you guys there? Yeah. So the way that we work in our office is, um, we have a pretty extensive intake. Um, and the reason for that is because with the nature of network spinal, we really look at the entire human, your past, your future, your present moment, where you are right now, and what are the forces that have been working on you? Um, throughout your life. And so we do um, an extensive intake form, and then we take about an hour and a half with you in your initial exam. Uh, we do some scans that include thermography, that, that include um, an EMG on your spine, as well as a um, heart rate variability. And those are a really great window for us to see what is the health and state of your central nervous system in this moment. Um, and then that gives us a really great snapshot into how we can provide care for you. Um, and then we also do a physical exam. And from there, myself and my, my business partner, Dr. Michelle Green, we sit down together, discuss what we've seen and discuss how do we think we can help and what the best um, avenue moving forward for care is. Nice. Great. Uh, yeah. So kind of to you know, getting into this question, does network spinal, does network spinal analysis, it's, you know, over the years, it's gone by a number of names. So if you look it up these days, uh, it's network spinal in the past, it's been network spinal analysis, network chiropractic. So does network spinal work? And I kind of think, you know, in order to answer that question, a lot of that, it's kind of a loaded question. Um, A lot of that has to do with what are, what are the goals, you know, that we're trying to accomplish with network spinal um i mean i was watching uh a uh J- the joe rogan podcast i don't know have you seen the joe rogan podcast love some, it, yes. some some out there might reckon know the joe rogan podcast but he was talking funny mm-hmm. i love joe rogan but he doesn't like chiropractors i, I was talk- uh he was talking about um uh, uh, an experience he'd had with a chiropractor in the past and saying how it really didn't work out and he was you know uh using the, uh, you know, saying he should have gone to a real doctor and that sort of thing. Um, Mm. You know, and I'm thinking, well, you know, doctors, there's doctors of all sorts, you know, you wouldn't want a doctor of anthropology adjusting you or you wouldn't want a doctor of chiropractic doing surgery on you, Mm -hmm. uh, probably. Um, So I guess my point is, you know, you kind of have to get get down to like, what is it that we're trying to accomplish with the work that we're doing? And that helps kind of answer that question of, does it work, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, you know, I guess like in the medical world, they're trying to, they're really good at saving people's lives. If you get into a situation where you need your life saved in chiropractic, I think, uh, unfortunately in general, the average is sort of like, you know, getting people out of pain, um, mm-hmm. uh, back pain, things like that. And, um, what, and network chiropractic is different than that. I think what, in your experience, what is it that you're trying to accomplish with your clients? What's the, what is it that, 
you know, a client experiences that makes it work for you? What does that mean for you? Mm-hmm. It's a really big question. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, the straightforward and simple answer to that is my goals is to number one in the nervous system, help the body to release what we call adverse mechanical cord tension in the spine. Um, they have found, I am sure that anyone who's seen a regular uh, traditional chiropractor, they've heard the word subluxation thrown around and that um, bone on nerve theory has actually really been disproved in a lot of ways. And what they have found is that the biggest um stressors in the nervous system are from mechanical cord tension. So tethering of the cord um, that is based on postural, uh, different postural's and also traumas and stressors that really are in our nervous system that we haven't integrated. So one of the things that I assess and that I look to help accomplish is to help remove that uh, tethering of the cord. Mm -hmm. And what that does is help for more blood flow, more nerve flow to the brain and back down healthy communication. Um, And then the other piece for network spinal that we really, really look at is the fact that we are 99% energy and 1% matter, right? We are organized by the intelligences that are organized the universe. We are all one. Um, And so one of the biggest things is we have these bound this bound energy in our system and it's based on different experiences in our life. And it's interesting. I just got back from a program with the founder, Donald Epstein, and he made it very clear that emotions do not store in the body. It is the vibration or the frequency of that emotion oh. that actually oh. is stored, right? We talk about, Oh, you're, there's emotion stored right here. Mm. It's the vibration of that emotion. Mm. And because that's what we are, right? We're frequency, we're mm. vibration. And, um, so our goal is to help unbind that energy in the nervous system so that there is more free flow happening. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the things we talked about a lot this weekend is less energy available in our life changes our perception of reality. When we have less energy, right? Where our tailbone is tucked, our chin comes forward, our spine, our posture changes and the way we see the world is way different where when I'm liberated, my arms are up. We had this moment this weekend where uh, he had, he really, he brought me up to the mic and it was very uncomfortable Mm. and um, Mm. asked me one of my struggles in business. And in my practice, and I had my hands kind of like together facing my body. Um, and I had a really low energy state answer. And then he had me open my hands just to the sides and my answer had more energy. And then I opened my arms up all the way and my answer changed again. And so just by changing the posture and changing the perspective that my nervous system was holding, I could make a different choice and see what was happening from a different lens. And so mm-hmm. what network spinal does is that, right? It helps our nervous system change the meaning of pain, of symptoms, of struggle. And, and when we start care, a lot of times those pains and the struggles come from wounds. Mm-hmm. And then as we get more energy in our system and we're liberated, those turn into opportunities for change and growth. And then as we get even higher in it and we start to connect with the heart, those become our gifts. And so network spinal takes you through these processes where we're turning our wounds into the gifts that we're going to give out into the world. Mm-hmm. And so it's a really loaded question you asked, but those are some of my yeah, right. goals for my patients, right? Mm-hmm. Like on a physical level, but also how is your life going to change? <laughs> right. So it's not, 
it's just about yeah, it's about your life. It's about yes. wanting your life to change. Yeah. Yes. And how can you say more about how the I mean, I'm sur- still people are going to be I mean, I know what got me into network chiropractic was about or what sold me on it was uh some of the things that you're talking about, changes that happened sort of instantly in my life, but also my low back pain changed drastically. Yes. Uh so yeah, what what uh, do pain or symptoms represent in that in that picture? You know. Yeah, this is one of my favorite questions to answer mm-hmm. because it's something that everyone's thinking about. You know, mm-hmm. when we go to see a chiropractor, ninety nine percent of the time, you like you said, it's it's back pain, right? Right. And the way that we look at pain and look at symptoms in this paradigm is that it's a messenger. Mm-hmm. It's a messenger to tell us that something needs to change. And symptoms and pain are usually actually the last thing that happens. Those processes are happening in our bodies before we even have um, the pain show up a lot of the time, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, you have those patients that come in, they're like, you know, I wasn't doing anything at all. And I just mm-hmm. bent over to pick up the keys and I threw my back out. And it's like, okay, let's talk about these processes that are happening underneath mm-hmm. the surface. And so in Network Spinal, what we, what we help our patients to see is that pain is a messenger. Mm-hmm. And Donnie said something really profound this weekend that was like, I hope that that pain or that symptom doesn't go away one mm-hmm. minute before right, it was right. supposed to teach you right. what it taught you or what mm-hmm. it's supposed to teach you and what mm-hmm. it's there for. And it's harsh. And it's really hard to stand by that when we, we don't want to see people suffer. We don't want to see mm-hmm. people in pain. And we have to really teach them that if you can work with that pain and look at it and say, hi, what are you here to tell me? Mm-hmm. They can grow from it. And not mm-hmm. only can they grow from it, they can move further than it. We can up-level them. Right. This is the question of restorative healing versus reorganizational, mm-hmm. where restorative in actually one of the medical definitions for treatment is to restore a person back to their prior minimal state. Mm. I don't know about you. That is not what I want for healthcare. What I want is what we do in reorganizational healing, which is up-leveling the human beyond where they came in, right? Mm. So you're always being more adaptable. You're always having more energy available and you're only getting to a place where you're up-leveling your nervous system, Mm. your health, your life. And so that's how we help you see pain is it's mm. a messenger to help mm. you grow, to help you up level so that you can share your gifts with the world, because that's right. what we're here for. Right. That's what brings real life satisfaction, real happiness after totally. all. So, I mean, it sounds like our bodies are kind of always talking to us then mm-hmm. and maybe pain or uncomfortable symptoms are just kind of a turned up version of what our body's already, uh, already been telling us. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, I love that what you're saying about, I like the idea of, I mean, I feel like life is, we're always, life is evolving and we're being asked to evolve with it. And um, uh, yeah, that sort of restorative model kind of goes against, in fact, what's life is kind of like constantly trying to get us to mm-hmm. evolve. <laughs> and uh, probably, yeah, if we don't listen, it's going to hurt. It's right. Gonna hurt. It's going to hurt somehow. That was one of the biggest conversations we really talked about this weekend was 
you know, you actually don't have to wait for some huge loss or some mm. huge thing to happen in your life to up level, you know, as you start to heal and you start mm. to have more energy available, you get to start to listen to the taps on the mm. shoulder. You get a little more attuned to your body mm. sensations, to the signs, the signals that mm. are telling you things need to change mm -hmm. so that you're not having to like have your whole life fall apart every time mm. you need to make a change, right? right? You start to get more attuned to the little nuances so mm -hmm. that you can just continue in a, you know, in a little bit more of a graceful sure. pattern. <laughs> well, that makes me wonder, like, what happened in the first place? Like, why couldn't, why can't we hear those things in the first place? What you know, I, I think it's really has to do with uh, our cultural conditioning. I, I feel like because in this paradigm of, of, of health, you know, we look at symptoms as bad and to mask them and to numb them. And so when symptoms come up, we're not taught to say, oh, hey, what are you, what's going on here? We go, oh no, I have a headache. I need to take something for it immediately. Mm -hmm. And so it's this numbing out mm -hmm. this, you know, this coming back to baseline of okay, mm -hmm. um, that we're just really not taught all the way from childhood, mm -hmm. right? To how to attune to that emotion, to that mm -hmm. feeling, to whatever the sensations in our mm -hmm. body. So mm -hmm. I think it's, it's really about starting either re retraining yourself, reteaching mm. yourself at an, in an, as an adult. Mm. And also if you have little ones teaching them how to be mm. with their body and right. the starts then sure starts yeah. way back when we're for all of us probably started way back when, when we were yeah. in the womb, even totally Certainly when we were little kids mm -hmm. that being modeled for us, how to, how to, uh, rest in our bodies and listen to what, listen to our own, our own knowing. Right. I think, I imagine it has a lot to do with that, just being able to sort of pick up on the, I don't know, the knowing that this sort of like conversation between me and life, mm -hmm. life's kind of constantly saying, hey, come over here, come over here. This is what you were meant to do. And there's ways right. that we learn not, to not to listen that. to that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's right. Uh, I was, uh, you know, it's like in thinking about the, the sort of, context or the goals that I have for my clients, I think about sort of experience I had again with network spinal way back in the day that sort of sold me on it was like, I walked out of my, I mean, I was kind of a cynical, you know, uh, just a jerk, basically hard on myself and hard on others. And when I was back in chiropractic school and I walked out of the office one day of my network spinal doctor's office. And I just remember it felt like a 300 pound weight had been lifted from my shoulders and, uh, the sky, you know, the sky was alive in the way that it wasn't. The colors were more vibrant on the trees. And I had this amazing feeling sort of moving through my spine from this place where my back usually hurt into my heart, which at the time I was like, what is this amazing feeling? Like under the influence of this feeling, I was thinking, how great my girlfriend was and how great all the, you know, my parents were and this great opportunity I had at school and all some version of like all the possibilities, which was like, not usually how I was. Yeah. Uh, and looking back, I realized that, that, that feeling is called gratitude. But at the time I was like, what is this amazing thing? This is <laughs> awesome. And, uh, but a veil was sort of removed from my eyes. I sort of saw how, if I was having trouble with people or my life in any way that largely was my, of my own, Mm -hmm. uh, doing. And I kind of saw in that ignorance, how I had hurt myself and hurt others. And there was pain, you know, I felt that pain more intensely along with the gratitude, but I could see things that I couldn't see before. And so mm -hmm. that's kind of the 
contact, you know, that's like, wow, this is awesome. Like, I want this for my clients. So that was sort of the background, the thing that I want, you know, for my clients. I just, uh, I wonder for you, if you're the context that you have for your clients and the goals that you have for them, does that come out of some healing experience you had or? Yes. Yes. Ah. Yes. <laughs> Usually that's the case. Right. It, it really is because it's, it can be, it's, let's be honest, like we're very much out of the, the model, like the box, you know, mm. um, in the way that we see health, the way that we approach health, the way that we practice, you know, it's, it's very outside the box. So it really, I feel like a lot of times takes an experience of it in order to mm. find your way here or to be called to sure. it. Um, Direct experience, so, yeah. Exactly. So I was actually, when I was in chiropractic school, it's very much in a, um, a structural model, um, physical model. I was a strength and conditioning coach before mm. that. So I worked with athletes training, mm. um, you know, in the weight rooms, doing stuff like those stuff like that for a long time. So when I went to school, I actually was working on a like sports chiropractic model and trying to move into working with rugby players and other people, other athletes on their sidelines of their games. And I also had some of the worst anxiety. <laughs> I had a highly overdeveloped um, stress response mm. and I just wasn't really thriving. And a friend of mine, dear sister of mine now, and she introduced me to another friend of mine who practices network spinal and she was still in school. And I had a, uh, what we call a network entrainment, which is, mm -hmm. you know, synonym mm -hmm. for the chiropractic adjustment. Um, and I laid on the table and I laughed mm. hysterically mm. for probably 20 minutes. Wow. A lot of some serious joy coming through there, huh? So much joy that was being always nice. completely um, locked down by an rigid nervous system that mm. I had from being in hypervigilant states for a really long time and stressed mm. out. And because I wasn't even allow allowing myself to feel the hard emotions, I was also dampening my joy. Mm. And, you know, don't get me wrong. Since then, I've had a lot of tears in my process mm. as well, mm -hmm. but that was really novel to me. And what I experienced after and what that meant was kind of like what you just said, the weight lifted off mm -hmm. and this freedom mm. that I felt in my system, this, this ability to move and to thrive. And it just, it changed everything. Um, and from there I continued care and my anxiety, my relationship to it changed. Um, and it was just, you know, it was beautiful mm. and it kind of was like, okay, this is what I'm here to do. <laughs> right. Right. It was apparent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's very, like you said, that direct experience of, yeah, you know, it's an awakening of, of sorts that happens that that's definitely, uh, catches one's attention yep. as far as this goes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, something that you were sort of mentioning there, like, I, you know, often I think, um, you know, people have an experience of some sort that gets them into chiropractic school or gets them into these things. It's that direct experience. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I don't know. I don't know if like, I don't know if uh, like my wife, for example, my wife is a, has been for many, many years, a hospice chaplain. 
And mm. she would sort of come home telling me these stories about, you know, how she liked helped someone die today and like took care of their family or whatever. It's like these stories that she would tell me when she would come home and I would uh, think like, you know, uh, a hospice chaplain is not something that you, that you, uh, when you're a little kid, you know, you want to be a firefighter or you want to be a doctor or like no one ever <laughs> says like hospice chaplain. I think maybe chiropractic is kind of the, uh, maybe similar. Uh, yeah. And I guess my, you know, I'm just pointing towards the fact that there were things that happened to me along the way that something was calling me, you know, something bigger was sort of like nudging me in a certain direction. And I don't know, maybe you've already talked about that a little bit, but do, do you have, can you relate to that? Do you feel like yeah. you were called to this in some, some way? Yes. Um, a hundred percent. You know, I, when I, when I was a strength and conditioning coach, I wanted to go back to school. And so I was looking into physical therapy and interning and doing all these things. And I was just like, man, this is just not it. And I was in, invited to hearing uh, my, my old chiropractic president of my school speak. And I'm just sitting there going, this is what I've been looking for. Mm-hmm. Because what I was looking for and what I knew, thankfully I had this upbringing that really gave me a lot of trust in the human ability to heal itself. Yeah. And I was looking for something that could help me empower people. Mm-hmm. You know, at a young age, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be disempowered by my medical doctor. I want to, mm-hmm. I want to know, and I want to ha- be able to help people and show them how powerful they are. Um, and I knew that in my early twenties and probably even before that. And when I found chiropractic, I'm like, this is it. This is, I wanted to be in healthcare. I wanted to be in service and I wanted to be a part of something that was about life. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be about enhancing life, bringing mm-hmm. more life to a person's mm-hmm. body and bringing more energy available. And mm-hmm. so that was how I got into chiropractic. Mm-hmm. And then, as I just mentioned, that's how I got into Network Spinal was because then again, I had my own experience of not really thriving in my own body and Mm -hmm. being able to see Mm -hmm. that not just pain was going away, but I was liberated from years and years and Mm -hmm. years of anxiety and fear. Mm -hmm. Sort of reminded you of of, uh, something. Yeah. Yeah. That maybe you had known even when you were a kid. Totally. Potentially, it sounds like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, how is, uh, how is network spinal different than like if people see it, you know, they see you, I don't know, it might look strange on some level, you know, you're like, just a little, I mean, when I was in chiropractic school, they showed us a video of, uh, there was like, there was like, you know, these, these are sort of sanctioned techniques these are some ones that are, yeah, you know, they're kind of questionable. And then there's some really weird ones. And then there's some stuff that no self-respecting person would ever, or chiropractor would ever subject themselves to. And that was, network was in that list. It was like so far fringe. And they showed us a picture of some guy in a, or not picture, but a, it was a video of some, I don't know who it was. He was like in an 80s tracksuit and he was working on someone on this makeshift table in his garage, you know, and he was taking these contacts on this guy's spine, like, you know, taking these gentle contacts and looked like he was sort of like sewing something in the air above the guy. And the guy was like writhing around in an apparent state of bliss. And, you know, 
uh, everyone was sort of laughed, but I didn't really think I I didn't think it was funny. I thought well, that's at the place where I was in my life. I thought that's interesting. Yes. But um, I don't know how you know how how is network what's going on there with all that stuff? How, I mean, it might look like there are some things that it looks like maybe like more ener energy work or mm -hmm. things like that. Like how is it different from uh, you know, because again, it doesn't look like chiropractic. How is it different from I don't know, yeah. energy work or other modalities or mm -hmm. that gives yeah. you something to work with. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thankfully it's become a little more refined since, since then back in the eighties and nineties. Mm. So people are not, um, flailing off tables and big mm. wave experiences so much anymore. Mm. Um, and it's, you know, but it is a gentle technique. So I always start with that. It's very mm. gentle. Um, we're not putting direct force into any bone. Mm. We are looking for what are called gateways in the nervous system. So we're looking at areas of opening where there's actually free energy around the bound energy. Yeah, I hear, I hear your son there. Like if you need to get him or something like that, we're recording this. And so we can, I thought I heard him. Anyway, edit, you can edit. He I can, we can like uh, edit that out. Great. Okay. That makes me think, oh, if you were done answering that question from before. Um, oh, yeah. So I asked, like, why did, uh, how, how is network different from other sort of gentle, more energetically oriented, I don't know, modalities and stuff that are out there? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the way that it is different is we are accessing the nervous system directly. So yes, we are still working on, you know, I mentioned the word energy a lot, but we are also looking at the integrity of your nervous system. Um, so that's really the difference, I think, between just energy work mm. and network spinal, because we are a chiropractic technique. Uh, we are looking at your parameters in your nervous system and how, how, you know, what's happening there. And then we reassess. So we want to see change actually in the physiology of the nervous system. Um, but in terms of chiropractic, it is different because we're not putting a force in. We're putting mm. light contacts into the spine to help mm. the information find the prefrontal cortex and back down mm. and allows us to reorganize the tension in the system. Right. But are there, and so there's actual physical changes that happen with that. I mean, I'm certain there's going to be Absolutely. people who are like, you know, I need, I need some like, you know, movement yeah. here somehow. I mean, you know, and, and that's, and that's the big question, right? Is we, you know, I always say that some of my, the pa patients that come into my office or we call them practice members are seekers. They want more. The, they don't just want to come in and get a bone moved and need it again the same exact way in, in three days from now. They want to see that their spine is actually adapting and changing mm. and moving forward over time. Mm. And yes, do bones move and yes, pain goes away. And but it's not that instant gratification of a crack, mm. um, you know, of an adjustment like that. But for most people that I talk to, within 20 minutes, they feel like they might actually <laughs> need that again some of mm. the time, right? So with this, it's much more sustainable. You're, you're actually growing in your nervous system. We're creating strategies to help you adapt um, to stressors in your life while you're not even in the office. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, mm -hmm. so there are like physical, the, some of the same, people can experience some of the same physical changes like, mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, vertebra moving or those things Absolutely. happen too yep. uh, without necessarily... Um, you know, cracking your spine or that, right. that huge. Another way, force. another way that you can really look at it too, is that, 
um, a lot of these, these fixations in the nervous system have been brought on by defense strategies. So there's actually increased tension there. Mm. And so one of the things that we try to do is go to areas that are already working to teach the areas that are closed off or guarded mm. how to open mm. versus just putting force into an mm. already guarded system, mm. expecting the nervous system to mm. be able to integrate that. Um, the is, system actually and, learns how to do that on its own, which is exactly right. Cool, cooler than having too necessarily much force. Yeah. When you right. put too much force into a really solid structure, mm. it's kind of like, you know, trying to like ignite a match, you know, mm. in like in the system that like cannot handle the fire. <laughs> right. Um, there you go. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I think maybe I'll let you go. Maybe I'll let you go back to being, being <laughs> mom there. I, that makes, brings up a question though. Why, why kids? Why would you, I'm glad you're in. Why would you see kids we, before we closed up? Um, so kids, the first thing I say is that kids adapt to, how our experience as moms when they're in the womb, right? So the first experience with their nervous system is, you know, his was with when he was in my belly and what my experience of the world was and what my stress hormones were like, it actually entrained to his nervous system to teach him what the world was going to be like when he came out. So just that <laughs> is enough for me to want to have my, my child's nervous system checked. But if you think about kids, how quickly do they change, mm. right? They are growing and changing at the craziest rate. Every, mo every morning he wakes up, I, I have a different child. Mm -hmm. And so right. I, and then he's falling, he's climbing. Mm. He went through birth, which is mm. traumatic as most moms and husbands was and yeah. men know. <laughs> anyone who's seen. And so all of There's these things processing are, so much information, right? It's processing Physical, so much information. chemical, Yep. emotional exactly yeah. and so the great thing for kids is just getting their spine checked their nervous mm. system checked to make sure that they're clear vessel for all of this mm. information mm. and as they grow they don't have to just pack on stressors and tension in their nervous system they can be free to like actually mm. live mm -hmm. vibrantly right. throughout their entire life right rather than have mm -hmm. to get to a certain age where they have all this pain and then they go and they try to get mm -hmm. the, you know, their, themselves back to health. Why not stay ahead of the curve, right. right? So there's this idea, sounds like if we're just, there's this huge intelligence, the body knows and life know how to do things and something gets in the way of that. And yeah. um, we're sort of like freeing, free, you're freeing up the resources to help exactly. that intelligence do what it knows how to do. Yep. Becoming more resourceful in your own body and life. <laughs> right. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Shay, it was really nice speaking with you. Is there anything else, anything else that is, I don't know, on your heart or feels important to you uh, that you want people to know or that we didn't talk about? Hmm. Yeah. You know what, what's been really coming up for me a lot lately. And we, we spoke about this a lot this weekend is you know, how important it is to really start to ask different questions mm. in your health and in your life. Because if you take a snapshot of, of where we're at right now, right, we have a lot of stress. We have a lot of polarity between belief mm. systems and yeah. health and all, and all these paradigms. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, my, my challenge to anyone watching this video or listening to the podcast is to start to ask some different questions. Yeah. 
and to ask yourself if you can just give yourself the permission to open up to some magic and to open up to something that you didn't maybe believe in before because you know you it didn't go in alignment with your belief system mm. and i think that's the way that we're going to start to shift as human beings into a more collective state is to just start to say, maybe we don't know it all. And maybe the way that we've been doing it hasn't been working. And there are other ways, right? Like that opportunity. And so I just really want to invite some curiosity into people's thinking. Um, you know, and if this is something that really intrigues you, reach out to me, reach out mm -hmm. to a network spinal practitioner, learn a little bit more um, and, and just get that curiosity flowing and experience it for yourself. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah, I think we've done a good job of uh, talking about some things that might people might find interesting. So is there a, you can remind people if they want to get a hold of you how to do that again? Yeah. Um, so the Well Healing Center in Lafayette, Colorado is my practice. Uh, the Well Healing Center on Instagram, also um, get well at the Well Healing Center is our um, .com is our email. So please feel free to reach out, shoot me an email um, and I will respond you know, quickly and, and give you any, send any information over that you need. There is actually quite a bit of research on the network wave, which is a strategy we produce um, in the spine to help self-regulate stress patterns. Um, and so I'd be happy to throw some research at anyone who's interested as well. Cool. I saw on your website there, you guys have, you do some events from time to time. Is there any upcoming events that you're, that you know you have? Yeah, we have two coming, actually we have three coming up. Um, we have two SRI classes, which is somatorespiratory integration. They are movement, breath, awareness, patterning um, exercises that help you bring more um, available energy and awareness to your body. So we teach a level one and a level two, uh, discover and transform. Uh, so that's November 1st and November 8th. And then I believe on the 15th, we are teaching um, also another class that is really just all about the nervous system and spinal health and how to create kind of a lifestyle that supports a healthy nervous system if you can't make it into the office or when you're not in the office um, so that you can you can thrive on your own terms and be your own best advocate for your health. Great. That sounds awesome. All right, Shay. Well, thanks for being with us. Thanks for uh, helping us answer the question, does network spinal analysis, network spinal, network chiropractic, does it, <laughs> does it work? Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. And for you guys out there who are watching or listening again, um, please hit that like button, share it with people who might be interested or need this information, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel or anywhere that you see this information again, check out my book. If it didn't hurt, uh, if, if it didn't hurt on, uh, at biosolintegration.com and, uh, I look forward to seeing you in the next video and I look forward to helping you express more life. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the BioSoul Integration Podcast. This episode originally aired as a video on my BioSoul Integration YouTube channel. You can also find me on the web at BioSoulIntegration.com. Thanks for listening and I look forward to helping you express more life. Have a great day.